York Giants lose to the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving, 28-20. The Giants played a really good first half, as good as they realistically could. Officiating was a factor in this game, and somewhat reminiscent. Honestly, this game was somewhat reminiscent to the Detroit Lions game last week. But at the end of the day, the, the Cowboys were the better team. We knew this going in, especially with a decimated Giant team. The Cowboys are just a much more talented football team. And the second half, the Cowboys really had the way with the Giants. That that was really it for me. Is that second half was just all Dallas. Sure, the Giants got a touchdown late, but that didn't matter. All, all that did was cover the spread uh, for the Giants as they lost by eight. And the spread ended up at around 10, where the Cowboys were favored. But the Giants, a lot of the things that they've been good at this season have slipped away from them in recent weeks, where really good third down defense, really good red zone defense, and really and also like really good on third downs offensively. But tonight, Giants 3 for 11 on third down, while the Cowboys were 7 for 11. And in the key, the Cowboys got it done in the key moments. Now, Look, there were a lot of penalties in this game. I wish the refs had kind of stayed out of it. There were a lot of the Cowboys. There was 13 penalties on the Cowboys, seven for the Giants. But a lot of these on both sides, on both sides, really, they were, we're going to talk about those as we move along. But I still think that that's one, that's a, a small part of the story. Kind of like how I felt with the Detroit game. Maybe more so here. I think the officiating was maybe more of a factor in this one just because the plays in which there were flags were like really important plays within the game. But with that said, just the the Giants are not as good as the Dallas Cowboys. The da- Dallas Cowboys have beaten the Giants twice. In recent years, the Cowboys really have their way with the Giants. The only time the Giants have won within the last, what? since the, I mean, since I guess maybe around 2017, 2018, thereabouts, is that last game of the 2020 season when the Giants beat the Cowboys to kind of keep their playoff hopes alive only for the Eagles to lose on purpose to Washington. But, you know, it would have been really nice to win. It sucks to lose to Dallas, but you move on. And I still look back at that last game against Detroit. And look, the Detroit Lions, and they showed this today again, they're a really good football. Like, I mean, a really good stretch, but they are not bad. Like you think of the Detroit Lions, but with that all being said, that's the game where the Giants were favored. And I know there were a lot of injuries in that game too, but they were favored and they really got smoked. And that's a big one. I think when you look back at the schedule, look, you lose two to the Dallas and and I, that's not great. And I think the one that you really let, not slip away, but the one that was more winnable was that first game with Cooper Rush. And look, Dak Prescott first half was not good. Second half was really good in this one. But at Seattle, you can understand it. But yeah, home against Detroit, that one, that, that stings. But anyway, Giants dropped the 7-4. And yeah, like you look at all these statistics and Dallas is basically heading all counts. 430 yards to 300. And like I said, a lot of those yards for the Giants were late and the game was over. So those, I mean, it, it was lopsided. No question about it. And, you know, passing 261 to 210 Dallas, rushing 169 to 90. So... Saquon Barkley has really dropped off in recent weeks. He really has. And so that's where 
Give a lot of credit to Saquon for what was an amazing, let's call it first half. It was probably a little less than that, but a first half of the season. Saquon Barkley, really good, but that burst is not really there. The explosiveness is not looking, you know, like it did earlier on. And that's a problem. It is. And, you know, obviously there was a short week here. You hope that Saquon can rest up and be a little bit fresher for that Washington game coming up, which is, a, you know, we'll talk about the the schedule that that's ahead for the Giants. But Saquon Barkley really just doesn't look good. It's not even that the statistics are bad, and they are. He just doesn't look good at all, where you're seeing more bursts out of Gary Brightwell and Matt Breida. You, you just, the last few weeks, you're seeing that. And maybe, you know, 35 carries for Barkley versus Texans was too much. All is it to say that Barkley, you know, when you think about the future, look, I, I, I don't think that I would give Saquon this big-time contract. I don't think that's wise for, for many reasons. And and this is a bit reactionary. But, yeah, I, I do not think that Saquon Barkley is someone that should def- – I know he's – you know, the face of the franchise at the moment and, you know, just a real good, good team guy. Like he's, there's so many good things you could say about Saquon Barkley. However, look, the shelf life of running back isn't great to begin with. We know his injury history and look, it just, I'm a little bit concerned that he seems like he's breaking down is a bit strong, um, but just, he doesn't, he looks a bit timid. We're seeing a different Saquon Barkley. I'm not going to say that he looked like 2021 Barkley. That was really bad. I'm not going to go there, but we're we're getting a few more games like this and we're getting to that point. But Saquon, bad. Daniel Jones, not good. Daniel Jones in this game didn't, uh, no. Whereas that first game against Dallas where I felt like he was pressured a lot, he was making things happen. Like I feel like it was a gutsy effort on Monday Night Football versus the Cowboys early in the season. Jones was not, I mean, there was a lot of short passes where Jones was inaccurate. And that's, you know, you if you're Daniel Jones, you got to, you know, there was no turnovers. There weren't. And the Giants won the turnover battle, 2 nothing, And they still lost, you know, pretty handily when it was all said and done. That's the thing. And, but yeah, Daniel Jones, 21 for 35, 228 yards, one touchdown. So, you know, you look at that and it's like, all right, not bad, but only 14 yards rushing. Again, the running game was basically non-existent for the Giants. And yeah, like Jones, it, 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 you know, it wasn't, a good enough performance to help the team win. And I know that he doesn't have a lot to work with, but still that is what that is for now. And on the other side, Dak Press got a real rough first half, but really flipped it completely around in the second half. And you know, Zeke Elliott is someone who I, I watch him and he struggles a lot. Most of the time on it really, but first he's always good versus the giants. Always. And, and look, 16 for 92 for a touchdown. It's a good day for Ezekiel Elliott. 16 for 92. Really good. Whereas 20 and Tony Pollard was actually kind of held in check. 18 for 60. He really was. And Tony Pollard, I, I kind of fear him more. But yeah, it, it was Ezekiel Elliott that really was a lot more effective. And Michael Gallup was very good in the first half. Like really good. Then, then it became the CD Lamb show in the second half. And that's where Adoree Jackson not playing it comes into play. And I know that CD lamb did well the first time around. I think a lot of that was probably versus Dory Jackson, but look, Darnay Holmes versus CD lamb. That's a mismatch. And there was some bad calls in there as well. The, the, the holding penalty, which is a really, that, that first possession of the second half for the Cowboys was the, yeah, the first possession for the Cowboys and first possession for the giants in the second half is where the game turned. 
And then that was it from there. That was the big moment. But yeah, look, you know, Dallas is clearly the superior team. Like, that's just how it is. But yeah, Giants start out and, you know, first play to Lawrence Cager, 20 yards. And you're thinking, all right, like off and running. But then things slow down. There was a deep pass for Slayton that was incomplete. And so, you know, the Giants punt. And Jamie Gillen, Jamie Gillen is just, and some of it is, you know, actually on that one, McLeod, McLeod on that one should have stopped it at the one, and he didn't. He should have, or not at the one, he should have at least kept that in. So I, I won't blame Gillen on that one, but Gillen is not good in terms of, you know, keeping that ball inside the 10. He's just, it's usually a touchback. And Dallas gets the ball. But Dallas, and I didn't really understand why they did it. Fourth and two at their own 40, they go for it. And the play, and they try to run. I mean, it was kind of a disrespectful call to the Giants, if I'm being honest. And he gets stuffed. Saquon, uh, Ezekiel Elliott stopped by the former uh, Cowboy Jalen Smith. And actually, before I get into more of the play-by-play, let's just talk about real quick the injuries. There's a lot of them. Some more obvious than others. Obviously, you know, I, I talk about Adore Jackson. Uh, Wondell Robinson, it was confirmed he's out for the season. But, you know, no Fabian Moreau. So that just makes the secondary even tougher. Uh, you know, from a giant perspective and the offensive line completely banged up, but, but some of the stuff, and, and I have to see who did well, who didn't well, who didn't do well, but you know, I was happy to see Nick Gates in at center. John Feliciano was out. I hope that Nick Gates keeps that job because he did such a good job before he got hurt and what an amazing comeback from really a gruesome injury. And so he was out. Uh, who else was out for the giants? Shane Lemieux, who I don't think I don't think that he would have really kept his job anyway. But more importantly, Josh Josh Zudu was out. So left guard was uh, I guess mostly Jack Anderson, who was in it, who was inactive last week. The week before that was getting ripped apart by Brian Dable. So it wasn't great. Tyree Phillips did play at right tackle, but Evan Neal is still out. Daniel Bellinger is still out. Aziz Ojolari is still out. Uh, I'm sure there's others that I'm forgetting. It, I mean, they're they're really banged up right now. So, yeah, but the Giants, they get that stop, and that's a good job. Jalen Smith was, you know, pretty active. He he seemed, you know, uh, like he he did okay in this game. So the Giants are got great field position, and it makes it even better. Chris Myrick, 23-yard catch. And here's the big play. Second and 17 at the Cowboy 24, and it looks like it's a touchdown. Daniel Jones to Isaiah Hodgins for 24 yards, but no, and this was frustrating, they call ineligible man downfield on Tyree Phillips. And it's just like, that that has been, a, the Giants must have the most penalties for an eligible man downfield. And it just seems a bit ticky tack. It has nothing to do with the play. Nothing to do with the play at all. And I don't know, it, it just, to me, that must happen a lot. And it's just... Sometimes you're going to call and sometimes you're not. So that to me is frustrating. And I think that that did not need to be called. And so the Giants do end up settling for a field goal and it got worse. Like there was a sack. Actually, no, there was intentional grounding, but let's not even get into that because they end up getting a 57 yard field goal. Graham Gano, 57 yard kick. Giants take a three nothing lead. And then even better, it's second and six of the Giant 43 interception by Rodarius Williams. So Rodarius comes back this is his second game back and he gets a pretty big interception but the Giants unfortunately go three and out and so now Dallas has a really nice drive they're down three nothing they go 11 plays 93 yards in just over six minutes 
And this is where Michael Gallup gets a lot done. This is kind of the Gallup drive, but Ezekiel Elliott as well. And for good measure to start the second quarter and, and you know, CD Lamb has a big catch, uh, a 25 yard catch as well, working against Nick McLeod. You know, I thought look, McLeod's coverage was decent. Cordell Flott was in the mix as well. Flott left the game with a concussion. So again, another injury to this, to this secondary, but Elliott six yard touchdown and it's 7, three, but that response was there. The giant response that we've seen a lot this season was there here. And the Giants um, moved the ball down the field, and there were some third-down conversions involved. One mainly was uh, Jones to Richie James. Really nice catch by Richie James, actually. Look, in, in the slot, Richie James has been okay. You know, you, you think about those fumbles as a part returner, but as the slot guy, uh, Richie James, I know there were some drops early this season, but he's been okay for what he is. And... The really big play here, and really the one big play that Darius Slayton makes in this game is a 44-yard catch by Slayton to the one. Uh, you know, a, a decent throw by Jones. Not amazing, but Slayton goes up and gets it. Really nice play. And on second and one, it is a Saquon Barkley rushing touchdown. So the Giants take a 10-7 lead. And then the Cowboys go three and out. But unfortunately, the Giants also then go three and out. And so that hurts where... You know, and the Giants were really trying to throw the ball a lot early, but to make up for that and why, you know, this was such an effective half for the most part on third and 15 at the Giant 35, it's an interception. Dak Prescott is intercepted by Julian Love. So now the Giants have an opportunity to score points at the end of the half. And again, very conservative with the with the clock management with Dave with Dayball, a very conservative approach at the end of the first half. It's been a frequent thing. He just that's just what it is. And so Graham Gano, th- this ends up in a Graham Gano 47-yard field goal, uh, which look, you'll you'll take it. And you know, there, there was some key penalties here. There was a interception that was actually legal contact, which I thought was the right call. Uh digs, illegal contact. And so that prolonged the drive. Uh, Darius Slade makes a 14 catch. But yeah, long story short, the Giants do get a field goal. And so they're up 13, 7 and a half, and you're feeling okay about things. I mean, look, I, I still felt like we'd probably lose this game. But the Giants, uh, they go to the second half, and this is the key drive. 14 plays, 75 yards. It is really the backbreaker. A 7-minute, 39-second drive. And what sucked is Kayvon Thibodeau, who was really good in this game. Thibodeau uh, really deserves a lot of credit because I thought that, uh, you know, he'd been struggling lately. It sucks that the results aren't there, though. And and, and you're going to want to see those results uh, happen sooner than later. You really are. And the one miscue I felt like he had was he had a chance to sack Dak Prescott and would have put them in a really tough situation, but he's, Prescott scrambles out of it and puts them in a situation where it's third and four. And then Ezekiel Elliott, and a 16-yard run. So, and then Tony Pollard, 13 yards. The run game is starting to work. The key play here, third and seven, Prescott to Lamb incomplete, but they called defensive holding on Darnay Holmes. And that was just not a good call. Not a good call. So if he doesn't get that, Maher, who has a good leg, he did miss a field goal later in the game, but Maher would have had about a 55-yard field goal, which, okay, in a best-case scenario for Dallas, it's three points and not even guaranteed. But eventually the drive continues. And what's bad here is a third and 12 conversion uh, eventually from Prescott to Lamb. 
So you can't have that happen. And then to make things even worse, third and goal at the 15, it is Prescott to Dalton Schultz. Uh, and this was after a false start, a touchdown. Like, on a third and goal at the 15, like, it can't be that easy. He wasn't wide open, but that was just way too easy. Uh, like, it just sucks that that drive, a long drive, ends up in a touchdown. Like, if it ended up in three, then, you know, the Darnay Holmes penalty, you can, you can kind of forget about. The Thibodeau miss earlier, but that was just a debilitating drive. And then to make matters worse was the next drive for the Giants. This was, like I said, the key to the game was right here. And so you end up in a fourth and one situation at the 45, at their own 45, and they go for it. And I know a lot of people had a problem with it. I really didn't have much of a problem with it. You could tell the defense was really starting to struggle and that, you know, the defense was on the field for a while. So they go for it. But what the biggest problem was here is the Giants only had 10 men on the field. And yet still, the play design was okay. It was a play where Jones... Had Saquon Barkley open, not a good throw by Daniel Jones, and but still Saquon Barkley needs to catch the ball. It's dropped. Barkley was kind of stumbling, and he can't catch it. And so, um, twenty-one to third, uh, sorry, fourteen to thirteen games still. Cowboys now have the ball at the Giant forty-five. That was like the key play when I think about the Giants' offense. Jones and Saquon both deserve blame for that play. But more goes into it. Ten men, ten, having only 10 men on the field is completely, completely unacceptable. And really from there, the Cowboys rolled. So six plays, 44 yards uh, is for a two, minute, two minutes and five seconds. Uh, very efficient. And again, it ends up in an adult and Schultz touchdown. Uh, Schultz. A six-yard touchdown reception. So that's touchdown for Dalton Schultz on back-to-back drives. And the Cowboys take a 21-13 lead. There was a – within and C.D. Lamb is really starting to cook at this point. There was a 21-yard catch for C.D. Lamb. Uh, and then the Giants punt. The New York Giants punt uh, on, on the next drive. Gary Brightwell is involved more in this drive. 15-yard run for Brightwell then an 11-yard run. But then he, he gets slowed down a bit, and it leads to the Giants punting. And the Cowboys have the ball early fourth quarter. They go 10 plays, 80 yards, 5 minutes and 51 seconds. And it was pretty easy. Really, the key here in terms of third down conversions, and Ferguson makes a 30-yard, sorry, a yeah 30-yard catch. The Cowboy tight ends seemed pretty effective in this game. Uh, they really were. And on a third 11, it's CeeDee Lamb, uh, 23 yards, to the giant two and it ends up in a Peyton Hendershot two yard run. So I think it was more of like an end around type play. I think Hendershot's another tight end. Seems like the Cowboys have a million of them, but either way, Cowboys take a 28 to 13 lead. And now the giants start going way slower than they should. There should have been more. And now look, do I think the giants are going to come back at this point? No, but there was not much urgency. It's an 11 play drive that goes five minutes of five forty one. I mean, just a lot of running at this point. Barkley, Breida, Brightwell. Uh, there's some sacks. There's this, Daniel Jones gets sacked by Micah Parsons. Andrew Thomas, not his best game. He was dealing with an illness. So, you know, you can understand. But, uh, yeah, Micah Parsons was a factor there. And it ends up in a fourth and nine at the 37. It's an incomplete pass. The Giants turn it over on downs. And the game is basically over at this point. The Cowboys have a 46-yard field goal attempt by Brett Maher that is no good. 
with 113 to go. And so in meaningless garbage time, the Giants score a touchdown. Richie James is, you know, involved mostly. And so it's only fitting that he would end up with the one-yard reception. Giants down eight, which I believe they also lost by eight in the first game at MetLife. But that one felt a little bit closer in the fourth. I think the Giants even had the lead early in the fourth quarter in that game. But the Giants go for an outside kick. It's unsuccessful. Cowboys win at 28-20. to 20. And so they improved to eight and three while the Giants dropped to seven and four. They, like I said, lost both games to Dallas this season. So the, the Cowboys have the tiebreaker over the Giants. Should those two teams finish with the same record? I don't think that they will. But if it somehow does happen that way. And now the Giants have the next, let's look at the next three games. Washington, Philly, Washington. That is your season. That is now your season and how you do. And obviously the Washington games are the biggest games, but the, but if you split with Washington, the next tiebreaker is the divisional record. And so that's where the Eagles games really are very important as well. Like the Eagle games hold more importance than, let's say, the Vikings and Colts games. Like those will come in handy. It's a very easy way to look at it. Look, the division at this point is going, it's a long shot, total long shot. Is it impossible? No. But if we're being totally honest, it's not going to happen. So now it's, it's Washington is a very key team in this. And look, it's very simple. You beat Washington twice you're basically as good as in. You lose to Washington twice, you're basically as good as out. And if you split with Washington, that's where things get interesting as far as tiebreakers. And that's where, to me, the Eagle games become important because Washington already beat Philly once. So that's the thing. So the next, you know, I look at the next three games and just obviously the Washington games are the most important. But like I said, that Eagle game is also you got to try to take two out of three. You take it one game at a time, right? And so this Washington game, home against Washington, that's a close to a must-win game. It's not, we're not quite there yet. And that's why I say for the next three games, the Giants can go two out of three there. Then all, then you're on a path to the playoffs. And that's kind of my hope. So they have a week and a half to recover. Hopefully they get some a lot of key players back from injury. We'll see how Washington does this week. They play home against the Falcons, a, a game in which the commanders are favored. Hopefully they could they somehow lose the Falcons. They're they're still in the playoff hunt. They are. I mean, uh, more so in NFC South terms than the wild card. But they're five and six. But that'll be a, a very you know key game for the Giants uh, to look at. I'm I'm going to predict what Washington wins that game. And if they do, and even if they lose, Commanders at Giants next week. That is, this season either goes completely south. Or this is just a blip on the radar. This is the Giants' first two-game losing streak. How will they handle that? They've shown that they're a mentally strong team, but things have gotten pretty bad, and it's sink or swim time, and we will see what the Giants do in this stretch. Commanders, Eagles, Commanders. And for Washington, it's actually too straight with the Giants. They have a bye when the Giants are facing the Eagles. So they're kind of looking at it in a completely different way. But that is going to determine where things end up this season. Again, Giants lose on Thanksgiving. It is Giants 20, Cowboys 28.